Okay, here we go. It is episode four with Choco Olympia Lessons. What's up, people? How are you? I hope you've had a great week. I don't know why it feels like it's been a hundred weeks since the last time I recorded, but welcome. And today's episode is called Handle Yo Shit. Uh, <laughs> there's been a lot in the last couple of weeks or the last couple of days um and i kind of just do this off the cuff right like i will think of things that i want to talk about or themes that come up um and i sometimes will write them down write them down i'm usually pretty organized when it comes to just everything (laughs) so uh for me this podcast is really a way to just kind of rap with you, with my people who want to listen in and just kind of get into my brain a little bit um, because it's an interesting place. I will say so myself. Um, But yeah, today's episode is handle yo shit. And here's what I mean by that. There's been a lot of stuff in the news. I'm not going to talk about everything. You guys know what's been going on. And uh, it's heavy, and it fucking sucks. And um, I'm not really sure what is happening. There's a a a, de- a definite shift that's taking place in the world, and it's constant, right? Things are always gonna change. Things are always shifting, and that's what makes life life. Things are always going to be evolving. And um, you can either resist that, which is really uncomfortable and doesn't serve you very well and actually can lead to things like dis-ease, a.k.a. disease, or you can go with the flow. You can be like Bruce Lee says and be like water and just kind of move with the way things move. Sure, that takes a lot of practice and a lot of work and getting used to. There are definitely times where I will resist change because it can be scary. It can be uncomfortable. It can be weird. It feels different. It feels like change because it is change. But what I've noticed in my life is when I do just kind of go with the flow, shit feels way better. And I don't feel stressed out. I don't feel tension. And it's it's kind of like it's kind of like my motto that reoccurs in every fucking podcast episode that I do, where it's like, who cares? And again, not in a bad way. In a way of I'm just gonna go with the flow. I'm just gonna go with it. I'm just gonna figure it out. And not that you're gonna wing everything in life, right? I don't think that's wise either. But I do think that if you're able to roll with the punches, fall down, get back up, readjust, figure it out, I think you learn more. And you actually have more vocabulary when it comes to how to react to situ- situations, certain situations, certain people, whatever the whatever the case may be. So I just want to kind of pinpoint some things when it comes to handling your shit that will maybe help you in how to handle your shit. (laughs) Uh, 
My main thing that I suggest is organization, being organized. I have notes in my phone. I have notes in my calendar. I have a passion planner where I take more notes. I make lists about everything. And it helps me to stay organized and know what I'm doing. So even if I'm not as prepared as I want to be for something, I'm still prepared because I still prepared. You know what I mean? As opposed to just waiting until the last minute or not really knowing what you're doing and just kind of floating, which I believe is very different from going with the flow. So there's that. There's being organized, right? There's also taking control of what is yours. So if there's an issue, it's owning it, right? If you're constantly late to something, you can only blame other things for so long, right? It can only be traffic for so long. It can only be that you, you know, had to walk the dog for so long. It can only be that um, people were driving crazy for so long, right? At some point, you have to stop and look at it and go, you know what, I need to fucking leave earlier or I need to wake up earlier or I need to stop messing around with blah, blah, blah before I do this, that and the other thing and just get my shit together and go, right? So it's owning it and and being able to look at it and go, okay, that's mine. That's mine. I need to fix that and I need to move forward with it by changing it this way, that way, however. I find that a lot of people aren't comfortable with that. And of course, it's not comfortable. Uh, Learning about yourself and changing bad habits or habits that don't serve you is challenging. If everybody was comfortable doing it, then we would live in a society that I imagined when I was in high school, (laughs) this beautiful place where everyone woke up. It's kind of like the beginning of Beauty and the Beast. Everyone wakes up and they're in a great mood and they're singing, the sun is out, the birds are chirping and Belle's singing as she walks through the neighborhood and everyone she says hi to says hi back, they sing it back to her, they make eye contact, they smile. That's the world that I wanna live in. But that's not necessarily the reality. However, I can try to influence that, right? So today I was walking around and um, someone held the door open for me. And I always say thank you. I always say thank you for holding it because that's very nice. That's a nice gesture. Um, And then that kind of spilled into me holding the door open for someone else. And then that person said, oh, thank you so much. And it was all genuine. And as I was walking by someone else, we smiled and exchanged a hello. And I was like, oh, my God, it's like fucking Beauty and the Beast right now. And I love that. Again, that's not necessarily reality, but you can make it a reality for your morning, your life, and do whatever it is that you need to to get to what you're trying to do, right? Like, so if you're constantly running late, maybe you're revamping how you start your day. I kind of went on a big tangent there, but I just, I wanted to share that Beauty and the Beast moment because that really was how I started my mornings. I would watch Beauty and the Beast (laughs) <laughs> in high school, as I got ready for school, I would play a movie in the background because I like 
to sing and dance as I got ready. That really hasn't changed very much. Um, so that image kind of sticks in my head of Belle and how everyone in the neighborhood is really happy and they start their day off that way. And then that kind of bleeds into the next moment, into the next moment, into the next moment, right? It's kind of hard to have a bad mood or a bad morning if you started off on the right foot. And even if you do start off with a bad morning, you can always change it whenever you want to. That's probably the coolest thing about your mindset is that you can change it whenever you want. Unfortunately, you can change it to be negative whenever you want. And fortunately, you can change it to be positive whenever you want. Uh, I think sometimes we get into this mindset of we have to start everything new on a Monday or everything new on the first or the beginning of the year or I have to wait until summer. But you can change, like in five minutes, if I feel like I want to change something about my life, I can. And it's baby steps. It might not be a huge change, but I can do that. And that's the amazing thing about being a human being is that you can do that. So I digress. Um, I was talking about owning your stuff. And it's really important to figure that out for yourself. You can only blame someone else for so long. And in society today, I see that uh, there's this kind of um, entitlement that's happening. There's this, well, it's not me, it's you type of blaming that's happening. And no one wants to take accountability for themselves because it's uncomfortable, but it needs to happen. And I think that that's the change that needs to happen is that people need to be accountable for themselves. Own your shit. Own your shit and handle your shit. So moving forward with that, if that means that you need something like counseling or therapy, do that. You can only vent to your friends about certain topics for so long. And to be honest, your friends have their own lives, and they have their own issues to deal with. So um, some insight on me, one of the most uncomfortable questions for me when I'm asked this, it just I don't know why, it just always makes me feel weird, because I'm never going to say everything that's going on, right? So someone will say, hey, Lisa, how are you doing? My answer is always great, or fine, or good. How are you? Now, when I ask someone that, I genuinely do want to know how they're doing. Obviously, if it's a stranger, we're not going to sit and rap about your entire life and upbringing, right? But um, I keep it short. And here's why. I have things to do, and so do you. <laughs> and um, while small talk is friendly and um, helps you kind of make a connection with your community and your people, it also can open the door for conversations that can lead into negative thinking. I tend to protect myself from those conversations, meaning I know the people who, when I ask, how are you doing, are going to really tell me everything shitty that's going on. And while I want to support and be helpful, I can't take on that energy and you shouldn't either. And I know you can think of someone in your life that sounds similar to who I'm referring to right now. I'm not talking about a specific person right now, but that there's that, that one person that you know 
who will always have the want-want story or the Debbie Downer story. And look, stuff happens. Life can be challenging. Not every day is a fucking Beauty and the Beast morning, okay? But there are people who choose to live in that want-want life. And you don't have to subject yourself to that. I call it your protective bubble. And I rarely let people who I'm not too familiar with into that. Um, I protect my energy space. I'm around a lot of people throughout the day, every day. That's a lot of energy exchanged. So I have to be really aware of where that energy goes. And um, I have energy on reserve for maybe days where my energy is not as high or maybe I'm not feeling well. And that bubble that I'm talking about or that I'm referring to is kind of like your protective space, your safe space. And sometimes people that you don't know will try to penetrate that circle, right? That bubble. And people that you know will sometimes try to penetrate that bubble. But you only get to let in who you want to. And that's the really cool thing about this, uh, this visualization meditation that I do. And I do it with my students um, because I think it helps for you to visualize protecting your energy space. And that could even mean from driving and traffic. You know, there's so much energy exchanged with strangers and even passing on the street, walking uh, in the stores, whatever you do throughout the day, there's energy exchanged and you have to be really cognizant of who gets to be in that space. So what I like to do, and this is very much a part of um, handling your shit because if you meditate and if you're able to protect your energy space, you are handling it. And you'll have, you'll have one up on the people who are not able to handle their shit. You'll see the people who are not able to handle their shit because they're frazzled, they're everywhere. They're just panicked. And when you're around them, you feel tense and panicked and you want to leave <laughs> really fast, right? Energy is real, man, for real. So um, what I do is I'll close my eyes and I'll imagine that there's this bubble, almost like if I were blowing a bubble. Cute iridescent bubble that's around you and it's surrounding your space and as you inhale and exhale you're filling up your bubble your space with your positive energy and no one else can come into that unless you welcome them right so I have maybe on a hand I can count the people that I let into this personal space right and it's not even the same number all the time it seems like um, and it really depends on the day depending on how much energy you have on reserve right and you get to decide who you share that energy with or not you don't have to just you don't have to share your energy with everyone um, there's definitely days where I don't and then there's days where I do so um, I welcome you to incorporate this visualization meditation and I, I do it when I do do it it's in the very beginning of the day so that I create that protective space around me and keep that there throughout the day um, 
so that's something that you can kind of take with yourself and and practice and meditation is practice and there's days where meditation feels really challenging for me but um with everything that you practice you become better at it and just more comfortable with it so there's meditation there's doing something that helps you physically because while you know I highly recommend therapy I think talking through your feelings is really important it's helpful for some people there's lots of different types of therapy nowadays there's art therapy there's dance therapy there's um I can't even remember the the equestrian is it equestrian therapy where you ride horses and that's like a meditative thing um one of my favorite podcasts and comedians is uh Christina Pajitsky Christina P with your mom's house and she always talks about how therapy is important and um there's this weird uh connection to therapy people think that it's bad I don't think it's so bad now but years ago like when I was starting my undergrad in psychology I remember it still had this stigma there was this weird stigma connected to psychology and therapy and I think it's a little bit more open now I think people are more open to it Um, and like I said if you have to pay someone to listen to you and help you work through old stuff, new stuff, whatever stuff, that's better than burdening your friends, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your husband, your wife, whoever with that because they have their own stuff too. And it's nice to keep that separate. It's nice to not see your boyfriend and the only thing you talk about is how shitty your day was. Like, yay, that's fun. (laughs) Pay someone for that. You know what I mean? I don't know. That's my perspective. Um, And same thing with your friends. When you see your friends, you want to talk about fun shit and like have fun with each other and reminisce and laugh. You don't want to just have a bitch fest about Susan from work who's a troll. Like, you know, it's just whatever. Like pay someone to talk through that shit. A professional therapist who is versed. whatever. Susan's not a real person. I don't know who Susan is, so don't come for me thinking that Susan is real. Um, I'm just saying it's a funny name. She's been in the memes lately. The young kids are using her in memes, and I think it's hilarious. I will always laugh at a Susan meme or a Carol meme. (laughs) I will always laugh at a Susan or a Carol meme. I don't know why that shit's just hilarious to me. But, um, Dude, I mean, even if, okay, if you can't afford therapy, there's sliding scales for therapy, right? You can Google therapy, how do I find one? I can't afford it. And you'll find different therapists out there who will work with you. And um, yeah, it's expensive because no one wants to listen to people's problems. (laughs) So we have to pay them well, you know? Um, Therapists get paid a lot. And that was, yeah, uh, I mean, a good portion of not the only reason why I wanted to be a psychologist, of course. I wanted to help people. That was my main concern. But the paycheck sounded cool, too. That's great. But then I decided, of course, that uh, that I wanted to dance. And dance with love. Just like I always thought about. So I went with that. Um, 
But so what I was saying, if you cannot afford therapy, journal, write in a book, just write everything that comes to your brain, even if it's curse word and this and, you know, try not to censor yourself, write it down. Now, the only thing with the journal is if you were to die or um, someone found your book and there's like nonsense and crazy talk in there, it's a little scary, right? <laughs> That's a little scary. Um, I don't journal mostly because I don't want anybody to read my shit. Like if I have shit that I want to talk about, I'll talk about it. But um, yeah, I'm not I'm not writing shit down anymore. I, I used to do that. And then what happens is you go back and you read it and you're like, damn, I really put a lot of fucking energy into that person or into that situation. And it's not even that big of a deal anymore, you know? So I guess journaling in a way is nice for that because years later you can look at it and be like, damn, well, good thing I moved the fuck on. <laughs> but um, another thing that I suggest if you are not a journaler, journaler, if you don't journal, my handwriting is horrible now, especially since I don't really have to write very much. So I, even if I did journal, it, no one would be able to read it. I could barely read it back to myself. But um, read a book. Read a self-help help book. Read a book about whatever your f problem is, whatever you think is going on that you need clarification with, read a book on it. Listen to a podcast. Podcasts are amazing. I've listened to like in the last year, so many podcasts. I've learned so much because I drive a lot. So when I'm driving, I'm learning and it's amazing. It's amazing for your brain. It keeps you active. It feels like you're a part of something and you're listening in, but you're also getting factual information. That's great. That's good stuff. Listen to podcasts. Uh, watch funny movies, movies that make you laugh. Read something that makes you laugh. I try to laugh every day. If I go a day without laughing, I can't think of, I can't think of, even, even in the times when I was having the hardest time and not feeling like I was happy, I laughed. And I watched a TV show that made me laugh. I watched a movie that would make me laugh. I would tell a friend to tell me a joke to make me laugh. Like, you have to keep that, you have to keep that happy joke fun energy up and that again comes from your resources and being able to know like if today was a bad day do something that's going to make you feel good now i'm not saying go gamble or shoot up heroin or drink until you black out those are not good options okay i don't think <laughs> i don't think you need me to tell you that, but just in case, let's clarify, all right? I'm talking about healthy choices that will keep you feeling better for longer. And that's getting some rest. That's eating healthy. That's staying hydrated. Maybe it's taking a dance class or taking a yoga class or going for a run. Maybe it's... Um, going to a movie with your friends or going to a movie by yourself or maybe it's getting a massage sometimes I'll get my toes done because I'm like you know what that makes me feel good rub my toes and paint them for me whatever maybe you get your hair done maybe you get a facial um, 
you know, be careful. You don't want to go to the store and have like retail therapy all the time because that's not safe either because then you're in debt and then you're going into a spiral. But again, healthy choices, right? Maybe you go to the park with your dog and you just watch your dog roll around in the dirt and that makes you laugh because they're so fucking happy because they're just a dog and they're with you and they're stoked on that shit. And then you go, damn, the bullshit that I dealt with today is really small compared to just being able to hang out with my dog. You know what I mean? So handle your shit. It sounds hard, but it's really not. You don't have to handle anybody else's shit. Unless you're a parent, then yeah, you're going to have to handle your kid's shit. But part of that should also be teaching them how to handle their shit. And, you know, a lot of those things that that I mentioned earlier, I think, are ways to kind of start in handling your shit. Um, Music has always been a really great outlet for me. And I don't know if, you know, that's your thing, but... Find something that's your thing. You might even find that you're really great at something you had no idea you were great at. I like to paint. Am I the best at it? No, but it fucking makes me chill the fuck out and I love that. I'll paint and I've painted things and they're up on my wall and I don't care if they're ugly because I like it and I like to look at it. (laughs) And that's kind of how it goes, you know? Maybe you end up being really great at crochet or you find out that you're an amazing seamstress. That's dope. Because all you were trying to do was handle your shit and try to make things like relaxed and just take away the focus from something that was maybe not so great. And then, wow, you found another talent. You know what I mean? So open yourself up to it. Be like water. Flow with everything. Resistance is a natural instinctual instinctual reaction but you gotta let that shit go and just know that you're gonna be okay if that's the mantra that you have to have for yourself then have it you're gonna be okay no matter what you're gonna figure it out you're gonna be okay if it seems like shit right now you're gonna be okay hey listen if you're at the bottom of the barrel right now you can only go up. You know what I'm saying? So we have to remind ourselves of that. So handle your shit. Own what's yours. Be organized. Go to therapy if you need to. Find a fucking hobby that makes you happy. Go do it. And what you'll find is that happiness that you created, that you found, becomes contagious. And then people want to hang out with you because, oh my God, so-and-so is happy. And they're not stressed out about the bullshit of nonsense because they're focused on other things. And then, well, look, everybody wants to be in your energy space, but you have that protective bubble and you can only let in whoever you want. VIP only, please. Thank you. What's the secret password? Okay. You got it? You get it? Okay. We're good. Have a nice rest of your week, you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Share this with your friends. And I will talk to you soon. Bye.